Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Kylie Merritt, the founder of AusBiz. Our goal at AusBiz is to provide you with news and information you can use to make better investment decisions, whether it's live, on demand, in the newsletter, or a podcast like the COB. We make it available at no cost to you. The bigger our audience, the more we can invest in great content. So I have a favour to ask. If you could take a minute to leave a review of the COB in the Apple Podcast app, it'll help us grow. And of course, don't forget to catch up with all the best interviews each day at osbiz.com.au. Thanks for listening. From Barangaroo Studios, the Osbiz COB is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. It's a Friday, June the 4th of 2021. This is the COB, the stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. I'm Nadine. I'm here with David Scuddy, as often referred to. (laughs) Um, Against all odds, maybe not against all odds, but I mean, pretty solid, all things considered, coming from the local market today. The little market that could Mm -hmm. uh, be bigger now, actually, uh, after the week we've had record highs again. Uh, those banks just bid up and uh, pretty much almost all sectors, apart from the materials and uh, and the gold miners, really are uh, no, doing very, very well today. Yeah, but so do you think that the banks has to do with the fact that we got that bumper GDP read this week? We've got the banks now talking about uh, flexibility in terms of the RBA and QE. I mean, do you feel like anything significant has shifted in the broader macro space locally that's impacting shares? No, I just think that uh, you've got a technical break. Uh, you've got <laughs> lots of uh, no spare cash sitting on the sidelines, and uh, Wooshka, up we go. There's uh, there's not many other places to go and put your money at this uh, at this point, and uh, so you get this melt up. You got you know, people talking about capital returns, you know, special dividends, you know, share buybacks in the banks, and it's the largest uh, sector. And when you've got a cyclical recovery underway as well, you can see why people are favouring it. Although it must be said that due to uh, comparisons in the past, looking very, very, very expensive. I love your bluntness. No, we could have ended it there, but I love the explanation. Scotty, um, we've got a third weekly gain then under our belts for the local market. Uh, As far as bigger picture goes, I mean, it all comes back to the States, doesn't it? And too early right now, time of recording this podcast, not sure when you're listening, uh, to call the U.S. non-farm payrolls. I know you're not putting out a forecast. Not at all. (laughs) I think the risks are to the upside, but I don't think I'm alone on that front. It'll be interesting to see if we get a revision coming through from April. Yeah. The more I look at it, the more that April figure looks like a bit of an anomaly. Uh, we know that there's difficulty sourcing labor, but uh, that d- bigger difficulty going to result in just a, just over 200,000 increase for the month looks a little bit I know, out there compared to other data. So we saw the ADP out overnight, nearly a million private sector uh, no jobs created according to that survey. Uh, so we'll see what the official data has tonight. We get a number that's, uh, that's more than a million. We get a, a pretty steep drop in underemployment and unemployment rate. And I reckon we'll be off to the, uh, no, the uh, everyone will be talking about tapering. And it won't be a question of you know, when, it'll be like how much. 
Okay. Uh, when it comes to some of the fantastic interviews that we've done today, uh, you can look at some of those via the show notes. I think it's time on this Friday to get to stock of the day, which was the reject shop out today trading pre-COVID-19 levels, talking about supply bottlenecks. I had the pleasure of sitting down with June Lu from Tribeca Investment Management and also Henry Jennings from Marcus Today. Here's what they had to say about the reject shop. Region shops should perform as well as the likes of discount department stores, which we've seen Kmart is doing so well, incredibly well. Um, I think, but the challenge for uh, uh, Reject shop is that quite a lot of earnings made literally in one month, one or two months of the year. Um, and if you don't get your category right, um, you know, you kind of, you know, your entire financial year can be wiped out really. Um, so I think, you know, for this business, um, they've gone through quite a few cycles um, already, um, you know, when they don't get the product range right um, and then they sort of struggle through the period um, yeah so you know my view is that you know I, I I think they should be in a much much better environment at this point these guys did really well during COVID to begin with because they were selling the Hanny Sani mm. and the cleaning products and all this mm-hmm. sort of stuff but they've really been hit by the supply chain that they're kind of down they're the bottom of the supply chain as well. They're products, mm. they're not high-end products. These are everyday things. Shipping costs have gone through the roof. Mm. Now, a container, yeah, they're not a high, container, high price tags. No, yeah. containers now are $10,000 to get them from, from Shanghai to, to wherever. Um, it's, it's extraordinary. It's up three, four, five times in some cases. So th- these guys are suffering because of that. I can't see any reason to change that, really. Um, I don't know how it's going to change in the short term. The footfall traffic is also a bit of a concern. They haven't got the digital exposure that others have. They haven't got that online exposure that we've seen that has been so successful for for other companies and has transformed their businesses. So I really just can't see why you'd be there, to be honest. It is quite a volatile stock as well. It's not the most highly traded stock. So it's just, it's one, I think Andrew Wilett would say it's uh, Danger Will Robinson. And that is not going into the Ausbiz portfolio. Can I say it? Rejected. (laughs) Ah, Okay, so what next? We are looking forward to the non-farm payroll. We'll be hearing from Jay Powell. Next week, we'd have a bit of RBA speak. We've got business and consumer confidence. Um, You know, we've said it a couple times. Hey, Scotty, a a short potty is a good potty sometimes. Absolutely. And uh, looking forward to, you know, seeing how this payroll report, I know Prince will have a lot more to say after that comes. I'm not (laughs) nothing bullish tonight. Yeah, we'll see how it prints. (laughs) He's keeping an open mind. Have a good weekend, Scotty. You too. I'll see you Monday morning. Bye. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.